listening to the Scarbecue Podcast. My name is Ben Wint. I will be your MC for the next 22 minutes and 38 seconds. Just kidding. I don't know exactly how long the episode is. But I will ask you, please, if you haven't already done so, leave a five-star review in your podcast app. And with it, a roast of your host, who's like, we haven't done roasts in a while. I think you're getting a little cocky. So let's, let's bring you back down to earth. The one and only, the always perfect and amazing, Aaron Scarborough. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A little you. dash of sweet and sour there for you. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, excited to get the roasts going again? No. No. I don't. I, I would be excited if uh, if any of these people that you reach out to could fucking speak. Um, <laughs> but no, no one seems to be any good with their words these days. Well, that's why we host the podcast. Exactly. That's why you listen, we talk. Uh, speaking <laughs> of which, keep it that way. I, I did have a, uh, uh, a person reach out um, and uh, via Facebook Messenger, so you know it's always going to be good. Oh, boy. Um, <clears throat> no, but uh, very sweet, uh, sweet guy. I assume it was a guy. He didn't introduce himself with his pronouns, but I think it was a guy. Um, <laughs> a British fellow, actually. And uh, he, uh, I, you know, I was flattered that he that he follows the podcast because I didn't, I don't know this person, you right, know. And you, right. you like that. I, I would prefer it, if does he no live one... in the UK. <clears throat> Uh, no, he's from the okay. UK. I was like, we've got listeners uh, <clears throat> across the pond. Right. As they say. Um, accurately. Not yet. Okay. Not that we know of. But, uh, no, he, uh, he gave me some feedback. He said he, uh, he likes the, the stuff where we, uh, are a little bit more earnest, um, and where we, like, I, I speak from the heart, I self-deprecate and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I have a message for that person. Go fuck yourself. <clears throat> You'll never get to know the real me. That's for Patreon people. Yeah, we only drop we only drop kayfabe for Patreon. Exactly. <laughs> you will never. Hey, I love the idea of how, when we set up the Patreon under like Patreon exclusives. All it says is occasionally dropping kayfabe. Yeah, that's what it yeah. says. Like, like, wait, <laughs> is it a bonus episode? Yes. Is it a different it's feed? The highest tier possible is where dropping, occasionally dropping kayfabe. Occasionally, I will be out of character, and but get I hey, spoiler alert! You re- if you if you don't like this me, you're really not gonna like the real me. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. The you that they hear is one that I have very carefully carved out and tailored. Exactly. Yeah. This there were months of pre-production where mm-hmm. I was like, Aaron, we can't air this. We, exactly. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's a good point. It's good you're, to warn yeah. them. They might like you less. Absolutely. I mean, well, think about it. Like, you don't... um, We all have scary thoughts, like Scarby scary thoughts. Uh, One um, of my favorite segments of the show. Exactly. It's the whole show. Scarby scary... There's Mm -hmm. like a... Exactly. So if you can picture that, I know when I say the things that I say on this show that it's being recorded and potentially listened to. Right, 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 right. um, so yeah, imagine and then occasionally trimmed by me on the back end. Exactly. Imagine how, what I'm actually thinking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> Aaron, this is an audio podcast. People can't see this, but sun's out, guns out. This is the least clothing I've ever seen you wear. Dude, I'm going to get tan this year. Okay. So the plan for 2021 yes. is just to get like tan as a bit. I'm gonna, 
Dude, I'm going to get tan. Uh, I'm going to start caring about politics. Um, like a GTL? Yes. G- oh, my God. That's a callback. GTL. Was that popular when you were in college? Because it was for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're Early speaking, college. of course, like, about uh, Jersey Shore. Yeah, Jersey Shore. Like freshman, sophomore year of college. Yeah. Dude, what was it about? I mean, that was like... I, and I don't know if it was the same because we grew up in slightly different regions of Missouri. Yeah. But uh, if you weren't at like, especially girls, uh, if you weren't like just burnt to a crisp tan or whatever, just yeah. tan, yeah, um, then just tan as hell, then you uh, uh, you were hopeless. You were going to be a virgin. There was a weird element of like at my high school. There was definitely a population that wasn't, like, a certain clique, right? Like, Uh it was, like, a percentage of the female population Uh that had that. But then what was funny was I wouldn't affiliate – it wasn't, like, oh, all the athlete girls do that or all the, you know, theater girls. Like, it was, like, a percentage of all of the women of the different social clubs did that, and then a percentage didn't. And Uh so, like, there would be, like, the, like, you know, spray tan theater – girl and the spray spray tan cheerleader and 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 then occasionally the spray tan cheerleader who also did theater you know exactly uh, the whole the whole spectrum but yeah no that definitely i remember being like 17 18 first of all the joke not to be just like totally heteronormative but like dudes that age are so like clueless and desperate that like Uh uh-huh if any any woman who was trying to attract Man, uh, same with guys too, whatever, uh-huh, you know, in, uh-huh. in high school, if you're trying to attract a 16 year old boy, all you have to do is like express interest in him. That's, yeah. that's the bar. The bar is simply, she looked at me, we're going to get married now, which exactly. is pathetic. It is a whole separate series of problems. But yeah, like looking back at like the 16 year old who was like, if I don't go to get tan, you know, uh-huh. like every week, no one will date me. It's like, no, that's sad. Like society has put that upon you because that it's just is sad. Not true. And and if you look back, like I mean, we looked like I, I mean, people look ridiculous now, uh, and there's always going to be that. Oh, I hope so. Uh, Otherwise, I mean, society stopped moving. Yeah, it, right, right. But um, yeah, just like I mean, you know, you, we see uh, we '70s fashion comes back every few years, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, '60s like fashion cycle, yeah. All of those decades come back, but the aughts, you know, the might not like they might not come back, and nor well, should you they. You know why? Because I think that the best parts of aughts fashions really never went away, mm-hmm. and then like the worst parts mm-hmm. went away. Like, Who for example, like ne- necklaces. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still wear mine, but like I feel like colorful polos got really yeah. big in the aughts, and it was a little bit of '70s throwback, but they got mm-hmm. even more colorful. Those never really went away. I still right. feel like 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 that that's still a thing. But then like the deep V seems uh-huh. to be at least currently. I forgot gone. about the deep V. I'm talking about the you know yeah. the deep V. That, right. Like 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 the J Lo dress at the Grammys, but on like a a dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I uh, <laughs> there's parts of that that I don't think will come back. What's the very 2000s fashion-y ish thing you did in like like middle school to high school that like <clears throat> when you look at photos you're like. I left the house thinking I looked good, and yeah. I did not. Like, do you know? Oh my god! Well, so I, so I, I was a different type of clown because. Um, so one thing that you have to know about me is that uh, I had very, um, uh, very uh, active parents and very uh, just micromanagey types of, of parents. Uh, we had one computer. 
Um, and I lived in a, in a little farm town uh, of 600 people. So I wasn't going to get culture uh, anywhere else. But I, I had limited internet access. It was in the kitchen. And I had to be careful because my parents were constantly looking over my shoulder yeah, at what I yeah. was doing. Had to share that computer with my brother and sister and everything. Um, but most of my fashion was determined by skate videos, like DVDs. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and things that I would see at the skate park and stuff. So it's like, um, I definitely, I'm sure that there were people who were much more hip than I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, um, I went for, as a skateboarder, I went for more of the, um, like darker, uh, I thought I thought that the used was the greatest band that had ever lived. Hell and yeah. I mean, we could I know you're a, like a emo pop punk guy or and everything. But um, to me, uh, there are bands from that era that have aged well and and are still fun to listen sure, to. Sure. And there are some that are not. The used has not aged great. I don't think I think I think their first record holds up fairly well. And yeah. then after that. No. After that, they they seem very dated. Yeah. Well, uh, I would listen to that that dramatic like like Bird and the Worm that album or whatever that album was. Yeah. Lies for the Liars. Yeah, I yeah. Lies it was for called. Liars. Yeah. Um, I would listen to that, and it never occurred to me listening to uh, uh, them just like screaming and whining, and and it's musically it's not really impressive at all. It's it's, but it never occurred to me that. I was being ridiculous or listening to something ridiculous. Right. And now that's the thing. Cause with other stuff like motion city soundtrack, I feel like they were in on the joke earlier, yes, you know, totally. they knew that it was ridiculous and musically they're like, they're pretty sound. Uh, and I, I don't know when, when you hear that motion city soundtrack guy, his lyrics, uh, uh, I can take them somewhat seriously because he's clearly an articulate There's person. There's self-awareness. Well, like, uh, let's get fucked up and die. I'm speaking figuratively, of course, yes. like the last time that I committed suicide. Social suicide. He you was know? a and verbose like, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that big time. I uh, my, I don't think this, this is like kind of 2000s fashion and then also kind of just me being a lunatic. Uh, I I would wear almost every single day to high school, and then not a private, like, public school, like, I chose this, I would wear a colorful dress shirt with the sleeves rolled up uh-huh. from the beginning. Yep. And then from the beginning of the day, cracked tie. Like, I would, oh like, my gosh. I would put on a tie and then unbutton the top button and crack it. Okay. And, and like, almost literally every day of high school, I, yeah. I would wear either uh, jeans or basketball shorts. And yeah. and that like every pretty much every single day of high school certainly from like junior or senior year on and then if not then like a band t shirt or like a skateboard company. Do you remember yeah. though with basketball shorts how uh, you had to be careful because pulling someone's pants down was a part of everyday life yes. for me anyway. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. Not I wasn't the one pulling them down. Yes, I want to be clear about that. I was, uh, but that was always my fear. Um, because that happened to people constantly. Just at basketball shorts, you just pull them down. Boom. Everyone laughs, and I don't think people really even got in trouble for that. Now, no, yeah. now that is rape. I do, um, feel, I do <laughs> feel like that is a thing that has. And in, to be fair, it was too lax, like when mm-hmm. we were in school. But it 100%. has course corrected, maybe almost too far the other way. Where like I do feel like when we were in school, it's like. 
I, I agree with you. Like, yeah. if you went to the wrong teacher with that, they'd be like, stop whining. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, well, that's not an acceptable response. Right. But then now it feels like, if the wrong teacher saw it happen, uh-huh. even if it's like your very best friend and you guys have like a running game of this and sure. there is implied consent between uh-huh. the two of you on it, what you're expelled. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, they would they like, would build a RICO case yeah, against yeah. you. It has it has kind of swung. Actually, I don't know that I I mean, and it would be strange if I did know how things work in high school, but uh can can I uh like to, in, on. today? Well, I was gonna totally shift gears. Do you want uh, yeah. Have you noticed, I, I was thinking about this the other day, and it's true in my life, and I'm curious to see if it's true in your life, that, like, m- for the most part, the people in your life who are, like, the most vocal anti-vax, not, like, mm-hmm. neutral, not don't have it yet, but right. anti-vax, are also the same people who are, like, the most into cryptocurrencies. And it's I think like, there's, it's like yeah. hold on. So you think you know more about everything? Like yeah. the theme here is that you think you know more about finances than <clears throat> like finance people. You think you know more about medicine than scientists? Like, well, yeah. I mean, there, there I just, is. I'm finding <clears throat> it to be. I, I, it popped in my brain, and I've cross referenced it against five different people in my yeah. life, and I'm like, this is a weird overlap. <laughs> sure, sure. Um. Yeah, no, I think there's something to be said for um, just certain types of personalities. Like, like here's an example. Uh, you remember how, I mean, throughout our whole lives, there have been, like, these diets that come out. Um, oh, yeah. It's, and it's like, it's the, if you're the type of person it's all who carbs, believes. It's all protein. Exactly. It's half and half. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the correlation I would make with that, if you're the type of person who believes in uh Weight Watchers, yes. if that if you think that's the way to go, or it ever did, then you probably have uh, um, done some multi-level marketing in your life, you know? Yes. Yes. Although, is, is, uh, is that an MLM scheme? Weight Watchers isn't, but I think Slim Fast is. Weight yeah. Watchers is actually like... I, I mean, I'm not a, I haven't ever done it, so I'm speaking on my ass a little bit. Right. But, like, Weight Watchers, I think, actually, of the kind of trendy fad ones, uh-huh. makes the most sense because they're like, this food is worth 10 points. You uh-huh. don't want to go over 20 points or whatever on the day. Yep. And their whole thing is, like, a cheese pizza should be 15 times, air yeah. quotes, worse than broccoli yeah. because, like, if you ate 15 times as much broccoli, it'd still be better for you than eating a pizza, you yeah. know? And that's, but Slim Fast, I think, is the one where they're like, hey, if you don't buy this protein shake to go with the diet, it won't work. <clears throat> yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, I better buy it. And then I get better get my friends to buy it. I think it's sure. Slim Fast. I might be wrong, though. But, you know, there's even, other ones out there, though, like, uh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, remember, I, mean, I, I remember the first time I ever got a post on an MLM of like someone my age. Uh huh. Because he was like, I'm an entrepreneur now. And I'm like, that's exciting. That's what exciting. did you invest Tell me in? about and it. He's yeah. like, yeah, you know, it's this like mineral supplement. And I was like, oh, buddy. Like, yeah. Like, yeah like <laughs> well, I, so I wasn't really aware of, uh, of multi level marketing schemes and stuff like that. And, uh, I, I, like when I was in college, you know, um, and I, I knew a little bit because I, I knew ladies from back home who sold Tupperware and, sure. and Pampered Chef and all, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. all those trends or whatever. Um, but uh, I first became aware of MLMs like whenever uh, I graduated school and I was looking for jobs, you know, because I and I'm not. 
you know, it, it, I, I'm I'm susceptible to things like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I there's probably a version of me out there somewhere who is uh, selling Amway or whatever. You know, <laughs> still, still. I can see it. I can picture it. I'm, I'm just like, I yeah. I put effective Amway. I put eight too. years yeah. in, and I feel like I'm about to I'm about to break through, but guys, or whatever. This is my year. But basically, uh, comedy is my MLM. You know. I like that's that. like yeah because well, then you always know you're at the top of the pyramid right in theory what i always think with cryptos and mlm and, and all that kind of stuff is like i always compare it to slang so like right uh-huh. now i feel like in the last two weeks or so actually i guess like last month mm-hmm. that like millennials are finally starting to hear the term chuggy yeah and i feel like in like two or three months boomers are gonna get it you know yeah. and then like so you're like, it's always like, by the time you hear it, how long do you think a slang word has existed? You know, like if like me, this like su- suburban white dad, wow. like how much, how long has a cool slang term been around by the time that I hear it? By the time you've heard it. A, a yeah. while, right? Oh, of course. And then it's like, I feel like the same with like mid-level marketing and cryptos and stuff. It's like, yeah, if you can get in on the ground floor, great. Yeah. Like, when do you think, like, how long had Dogecoin been around by the time that you heard about it? Exactly. You know? And that's like, people <clears throat> need to stop and ask themselves, like, okay, obviously, objectively, someone's making money on this. Yeah. But, like, how long has it been around? Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, Blockbuster was a pretty big deal for a minute there. But, like, yeah. if you were late to the party, that wasn't a very fun uh, Dude, thing to invest yeah. in. Yeah. But I, I think that that's, that's kind of that model of, um, of uh, these amazing success stories, yeah. and then all of us losers trying to replicate it. Yes. That's that's been around since the beginning of time, and that's not going anywhere. That's that's capitalism, baby. That's, it is, yeah. yeah. And it's the same thing. I I used to be a salesperson, uh, um, and they would do the same thing. Like the whole business model on the sales floor, or or the whole way they ran the company was you. They would have these bonus systems that made the people who are the best at it um, just make a an absolute killing. And then you have a hundred other salespeople who see they see that and they see it as a reality. Yes. Um, but they don't really realize that the game is stacked against them. Sure. Um, but they're still hustling. But they're making a lot less money per sale uh, than the the person at the top, which that's that's basically yeah they bring in a lot of money for the company, but their real purpose is to be whatever that the horse at the the front of the race right. that makes the other horses competitive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. That's definitely how wiener dog races work. <laughs> you ever been to a wiener dog race? No, but that like, sounds adorable though. The, oh, it is super adorable. Uh, they like it's at like the Greyhound tracks, and mm-hmm. they like put them in the box and everything. My my dog growing up, uh, Frank, uh, he uh, he won the wiener dog nationals in two thousand. Did a big, he really? Yeah, yeah, grand champion. Won a year supply no. of dog food. Yeah, and a pooper scooper and a, like a sequin vest. But yeah, oh. uh, the strategy in wiener dog racing is just. Be the first one out of the box uh-huh. because they'll all just chase that one. And so, like, it's oh, hilarious. So, like, no Wiener kidding. Dog, yeah, okay. Wiener Dog Racing, like, the whole strategy is just like, 
get in front because they're all the same speed. Yeah, like they yeah. all have those stubby little legs and long bodies. Sure. So Whoever gets out <clears throat> first, like the second one of them's in the lead, the rest of them just chase that one. Uh-huh. And then that one's like, shit, you know, yeah, and then yeah. like just runs. And then, yeah, it's, it's so cute, so man. It's psychology. Like it, dog, oh, yeah. little wiener dog well, psychology. Yeah. Oh, no, gotta watch it. Look it up online. Just like wiener dog races. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like, it, it's uh, it's kind of zen because it's like a total clusterfuck. Uh-huh. Like, it's why. Like, these are not, these dogs were not bred to, to race. You know, yeah, like, yeah. look at their bodies. They were bred to go in badger tunnels and chase out, you know, badgers and prairie dogs and stuff like that. Like, absolutely. And foxes. But, but not, <laughs> they weren't designed to race. Look uh-huh. at their legs. They're, there's nothing about them makes sense. Oh, man. It's cute. It's real oh, cute. Yeah. <clears throat> That's reminding me, uh, you've seen Best in Show, right? Oh. Have we, we've talked about... Uh, we have, weirdly talked about, this is funny, last week we talked about Waiting for Guffman. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best, Which is the superior, uh, I think, in the Christopher Guest Hold canon. the gun to my head and I'll agree with you, yeah. but I'm glad I live in a world where they're both movies. Oh, yeah. of course. Uh, but you remember, because the, the funniest part of Best in Show is the late uh, Fred Willard. Like, oh, 100%. He's one of those guys he, who... Yes. Just, um... He's like the uh, like the color commentary guy, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's and that's, like, that's a great role for him. But really, he's one of those people, and not not very many... Uh, I'll call him a comic. He's an actor or whatever, and he probably had, like, an improv background or whatever. Uh, and, and I don't think that he did stand-up exactly. But he, why would he? He's one of those people... He was one of those people who just any room uh, or any situation that, like, you see him in, he's just, if you, it it feels like, and I never met the guy or whatever, but it just feels like if you wait around long enough, he's going to say something just hilarious. I totally Like a Bob Einstein type, you know? Have you, do you ever watch the sketch show on, this is like, I will wholeheartedly recommend this to you if you haven't watched it and to all of our listeners if they watch it. I think it's one of the best things on all of Netflix. It's uh, it was a, it's a sketch comedy show. There's only one season so far yep. called I Think You Should Leave. <clears throat> yeah. And there is a sketch where Fred Willard, it's a funeral. Uh-huh. And he's the organist, but he's playing like a circus silent movie one-man band thing yep. where he's yep. like playing this organ and he's got this hank and he's breaking these plates and doing uh-huh. sound effects. And they like... The bit is that they hired the wrong organist for uh-huh. the funeral. And the sketch is 95% just a raw performance. Uh-huh. Where, like, if you subbed him out <laughs> for any other funny person, oh, the gosh. sketch might not be as funny. No, no. Like, no. like, it is like, wow, it's crazy that this show that he's not even on yeah. has this sketch where, like, I can't imagine another person doing it as well. But, yeah, he, he was... Dude, that show, so I, I have rewatched that show so many Me times. Too. Me too. It's, there's some, I, I don't care for, um, like, the regular sketch shows. Like, they're funny at times or whatever. Yeah. Like, Portlandia is fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but sometimes it gets annoying, I feel like. The, um, the batting average is <clears throat> not, as, like, I feel like when Portlandia is really funny, I do think it's truly hilarious. It is. But, like, every episode has a couple sketches that are just kind of duds, and you're kind of like, why was this half an hour? Like, right. it's 2021. Dude, the episode could be as long as you want it I to be. I think you should you leave. It, it was, like, every sketch on that show was iconic. It's incredible. Like, every Like, one. that's why I'm so glad they're taking so long with season two. Because, like, yeah. I know season two will be just as funny. Oh, I Because they didn't it. rush it, mm-hmm. you know? No, I, I absolutely love it. 
Uh, Aaron, before we send the audience off, do you have any advice as far as involved, like investing in cryptocurrencies? Bitcoin's down right now. <laughs> Dogecoin took a dive after oh, Elon Musk. Oh my God! Any NFTs or anything like that you're in on right now? Fungible tokens. <clears throat> Who, uh, dude? I. This is embarrassing, but I don't. I know so little about that or the stock market or anything like that. Um, normally, I know just enough about something to even make a joke but i don't understand anything about that like uh, and i'm embarrassed right now is this what you wanted peter or whatever your name the british the red coat who is this what you wanted i'm being honest with you guys i don't know anything about that stuff yes i'm an anti-vaxxer but no no i I, uh do you before we go if if we were to make an NFT of you, what would it what would it be you saying or doing? Oh, that's non fungible token. Non fungible right? token. And it's, it, a, it's, it's a moment. It's basically a, a GIF. Yeah. But like, but it, like the way it's coded, it can't be replicated. Right. Man. Um. Uh. Okay. Like just a moment in time from my yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, you know what mine would say? What? Toodles. Oh.